Really quickly off the top of your head, if you could come up with one new kind of dragon, what would it be? We've done all of the first, right. like, chromatic and metallics. Just, like, you don't even have to justify it, just a blank dragon. Like, there's gem dragons, there's shadow dragons. What's what's the thing you're looking for? What is the blank, whatever. Build a blank dragon. Yep. Nine. Twelve. Two. All right. So, twelve. Dragon revenant. Ooh. Because when you think, like, it, it, it's possible for humanized to become revenants, to be filled with such hatred or feel like they have to, they have some sort of revenge or something... Why could something not as powerful and magical as a dragon not just come back in revenant form through, through hatred or revenge or, you know, yeah. it seems to make sense for me. Oh, uh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fungus dragon. So, Fungus dragon. Fungus. Do you see how mine was and yours was? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Megan's going to be in the Underdark and that's going to be terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Like full of spores and things. Yeah, like spores and like like it, I feel like it would almost fall into the undead where it's just been like lying asleep and dormant for so long it's just covered in fungus and poisonous. They gross. they have a fungus that actually raises or that like infects zombies and shit and, yeah. and moves undead. So make it a full D&D. dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I was not thinking that that's cool. Although I went undead too. I was thinking ghost dragon. Mm. Why are there not fucking ghost dragons? And that's terrifying yeah when again humanoids can become ghosts why yeah. is that not happening yeah and and frankly they do 1d10 force damage when they pass through you yeah you think of a dragon flying through a fucking village is wiping out all those villagers with three hit points yeah Very strong breeze yeah <laughs> it's a mimic the roundtable dungeons and dragons discussion podcast where you never know what you're going to get Welcome to another episode in our conversation about the Dragons of D&D 5th Edition. You thought we were done because we wrapped up the Chromatics and Metallics? Bitch, please. We got fucking miles to go. I'm Adam, and with me this week are Terry and Megan, and I'm really, really angry this week. It feels like we're trying to cater to the younger audience. I also feel like you missed a snap snap in the middle of there (laughs) somewhere. (laughs) Um... You guys judge me really hard. No, already. I feel like we're marketing to a younger audience. Gen Z is now being pulled into this podcast. Yeah, probably. yeah, we've yoinked them, not yeeted them. Am exactly. I doing that right? I don't know. <laughs> I just learned what yeet was. <laughs> I thought it was a kind of false meat. I thought it was like an alternative that you would find at a vegan store. Yeah, I will get the yeet, please. Well, YOLO, and let's continue our conversation on Drake's. Drake is a popular. Hip hop artist that the younger people enjoy. I get it. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> they enjoy his meme. Mm. Um, anyway, this episode is called "Corrupted Dragons." Absolute power, corrupted absolutely. Um, so we're going to actually cover the two different kind of templates that there are for alternative kinds of dragons because we've gone through all the other ones that are in the monster manual already. But this is not even the tip of the iceberg for our dragon episodes. There are so many fucking dragons out there at. People don't really seem to realize. So, right. Um, so let's go through what we can do to kind of pervert and corrupt and destroy it. Not pervert that way, but wow, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, what it means to be a freaking dragon. We're going to corrupt them in two different unique ways uh, this sure. time around. So um, we're going to grab dice, but I'm not because there's only two ways. So Megan and Terry each have one. Sure. And, uh, and here you go. Let's go. So you go first. I rolled a 19. I rolled a 16. <laughs> <laughs> so I win. Which one, do you, which one do you have? I have Dracolichus. 
If you're not familiar with Dracoliches, they're terrifying and disgusting, like a lot of things in this game. Uh, but even as long-lived as they are, all dragons must eventually die. This doesn't sit well with many dragons, some of which allow themselves to be transformed by necromantic energy and ancient rituals into powerful undead Dracoliches. Only the most narcissistic dragons choose this path, knowing that by doing so, they never sever all ties to their kin and dragon gods. Hold on, hold on. Every narcissist, only narcissistic dragons. Is not every ancient dragon a little bit narcissistic? Every single I think one. So yeah. So I this is just so. like the super narcissistic ones. I'm thinking green, black, and red. Yeah, green, mm, green, black, and red for sure. Right, but I mean, are we we doing this for good dragons too? I feel like you could do it for good dragons. Right, like because I mean, Dan and Terry they get an argument every time we do a good dragon episode. About what is good and what is evil, right? Well, it's and just about wants and desires. And I feel like if you have a need and a want to live longer than what your natural life is supposed to be, mm. you would be yeah. like tempted or, by the idea. Or the world needs me. Yeah. Who's going to do this if I'm gone? Who's going to tell my stories? Mm. Who is going to write this shit down? No one. I, I need to live. Exactly. <laughs> you're not go. going to tell it right. Or, or your copper dragon and you're just like, oh, it's going to fuck them up when I get up again. <laughs> 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 but Dracoliches are beyond death. A Dracolich retains its shape and size upon transforming its skin and scales, drawing sails, uh, drawing tight to its bones, or sloughing away. I've never even heard that. Sloughing. Sloughing. I've never yeah. heard that before. Sloughing. That says sloughing in my like do, do, do you know what? Do you know what degloving is? Yeah. No, really. Do you like, know what degloving is? Not taking a glove. Like off. when you tie a knot in it at the end, flush it down the toilet. <laughs> Wow. That's not, that's not, <laughs> no. Nope, not so much. Um, there's a famous scene in Seven Private Ryan where a guy gets horribly burned and they grab his legs and all the, the top layers of skin just come off in the guy's hands mm -hmm. as he tries to drag him away. That's degloving. It's horrible. It is disgusting and gross and it's when um, the top layers are no longer attached to the inner layers and you just pull it right off. Yeah, that's... The skin sloughs off. So right. That's, that's what that that's word what is. That's what that word is. It's almost like the sound it would make. As you pull someone's skin off. Thank you for adding to Adam's <laughs> <laughs> perfect description. I'm glad you both. But like, seriously, what do you do when, when the skin comes off in your hands? Is it disrespectful for you to put it down? Like, you just have to hold that. Are you supposed to eat that, it? That, that What's group? respectful? <laughs> uh, it's barbecue. Right? Yeah, it's prob No? Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Medium rare. <laughs> Though many dragons pursue vain goals of destruction and dominance, Dracoliches are more nefarious than the most evil dragons. Driven to rule over all, a, dra a Dracolich is a fiendishly intelligent tyrant that crafts complex webs of foul schemes, attracting servants motivated by greed and a lust for power. Acting from the shadows and actively plotting to keep its existence a secret, a Dracolich is a cunning and challenging foe. A Dracolich, you guessed it, is basically a regular lich, but it's a dragon. That's where we're at with this. Um... But let's go through the Dracolich as a template because basically any if you can imagine any core dragon can become a Dracolich but stats and things about it are going to change. So only an ancient or adult true dragon can be transformed into a Dracolich. Younger dragons that attempt to undergo the transformation die as do other creatures that aren't true dragons but possess the dragon type such as pseudo dragons and wyverns. A shadow dragon can't be transformed into a Dracolich for it has already lost too much of its physical form. When a dragon becomes a Dracolich, it retains its statistics except as described below. The dragon loses any trait, such as amphibious, that assumes a living um, physiology. The Dracolich might retain or lose any or all of its lair actions or inherit new ones as the DM sees fit. 
Make sense? Problems with that? It no? does. And I good? do I do like that it's kind of customizable for the DM right. in that sense. Where like you choose what color dragon this ended up being. You know what its layer is going to look like. What does it look like now? Therefore, you can adapt its layer actions yeah. to what it was, right? Sure. Yeah. This is interesting. Um, it seems obvious, but it is interesting to note. Is that the Dracolich's type changes from dragon to undead and no longer requires air, food, drink, or sleep. That's important for the players to... Well, they'll eventually realize it if they're trying to use things that are specifically going to affect dragon-type creatures. Mm. But the DM needs to know that. Damage resistance. The Dracolich has resistance to necrotic damage. Damage immunities. The, Drac the Dracolich has immunity to poison. It also retains any immunities it had prior to becoming a Dracolich. Condition immunities. The Dracolich can't be charmed, frightened, paralyzed, or poisoned. It doesn't suffer from exhaustion. As magical resistance, the Dracolich has advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. It, this thing is pretty powerful. You know, that, that new template is is adding new levels of challenge. Nothing is really being removed um, that isn't customizable anyway, but they're, they're getting new, um, new immunities and the challenge is becoming harder. Well, I do feel like it's like it breeds the fact that these are older ancient dragons that are now deciding that it wants to be alive a little bit longer. How can I do that? Use this knowledge. Like it's magical resistance come from, I've probably seen every spell in the world. I've read every book on the planet. Right. I know what you're throwing at me. Yeah. Right. I can resist everything. Well, you've that got. and you've got to have access to high level magics in order to pull this shit off in the first place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And Dan's biggest gripe about dragons is the fact that they're not innate spellcasters anymore. Mm -hmm. And they used to be in previous editions where they would just have spells they could cast. Yeah. Um, but there's no fucking reason. What's the intelligence on an average, like, adult or ancient dragon? It's through the fucking roof. Yeah. Right? They should have the ability to cast spells. They are easily matching wits with wizards. Well, we yeah. were just, you just touched on there about, about creating a Dracolich. So I'll explain how that works as well. So creating a Dracolich requires the cooperation of the dragon and a group of mages or cultists that can perform the proper ritual. During the ritual, the dragon consumes a toxic brew that slays it instantly. The attendant spellcasters then ensnare its spirit and transfer it to a special gemstone that functions like its... I can never say this word. Phylactery. 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 Yeah. I always say phylactery. As the dragon's flesh rots away, the spirit inside the gem returns to animate the dragon's bones. If a dragolich's physical form is ever destroyed, its spirit returns to the gem as long as the dracolich and the gem are on the same plane. If the gem becomes comes into contact with another dragon's corpse, the Dracolich's spirit can take possession of that cor corpse to become a new Dracolich. If the Dracolich's spirit gem is taken to another plane, the Dracolich's spirit has nowhere to go when its undead body is destroyed and simply passes into the afterlife. So there's a few different variables there you can play with and how you might defeat a Dracolich. Yeah. What's interesting, I thought, is that there needs to be a lot of trust between the, the living dragon and the spellcasters or the cultists that are doing the ritual because the dragon dies... And then needs to be brought back as a Dracolich. I must feel like they need to. They would use their current and long-standing minions and affiliates and yeah. the cult that worships them. Like those are the people they're going to use to make this happen. Yeah. Or trick a party into doing this spell. Maybe telling them they're doing something else. Yeah, of course, and, and right. kind of play that play that route. But the, there's the, there's a period in time where the Dracolich was well, sorry where the dragon is dead. And you could just be, okay, so we're not going to do yeah. our bit, we're out, you yeah. know. Um, so this is definitely where dragon ghosts would come in handy. Yeah, there definitely <laughs> yeah. needs to be a level of trust involved. But uh, yeah, that's Dracula. That's, that's that makes Dracula a lot of sense. So there's a lot of fucking dragon cults in D&D. And I mean, most of them are Bahamut or Tiamat. But you're a powerful enough dragon. You're an ancient dragon. You're going to have some some minions. I Frankly, all you need is a best friend. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And you've lived long enough to, I mean, I'm thinking for good dragons here, right? You don't have to have a cult necessarily. You've just got an agreement with the elves that you've been protecting them. You're coming to the end of your natural life. Do you still want your dragon protector? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, are they inherently evil? Draculiches? Mm-hmm. I mean, liches are, and some dragons are, but there's nothing in there about say. that. It does but, say, like, like the, the template it gives you for the adult blue Dracolich in the book it says it's supposed to be lawful evil. But that's, but that's blue a blue dragon. dragons yeah, are lawful exactly, evil, right? right? Yeah. So it's all dependent on the style of dragon that it, it's from, right? Well, yeah, so that means that y- you could have a good Dracolich, yeah. which kind of blows my mind. I did not think about that on the drive here. But it would be really cool in the sense that, like, if you come across a dragon, it can basically polymorph itself to look like it's just a golden dragon mm-hmm. to you. You would look at it and be like, oh, cool, a golden dragon. This is a good dragon, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden it shows you its true colors. And then you panic, think that it's evil, and try to attack it. And it's like, no, like, it's still good. Yeah, yeah. Right? that's right. They would retain their ch- their change shape ability yeah. if, they're a, if they're a metallic dragon. Which means you could have a Dracolich all along that's just posing as a living ancient gold or, or whatever you like. Yeah? Yeah. That's yeah. well, true. Mm, interesting. So, Terry, do you like these guys? Uh, I do like Dracoliches. I've used a Dracolich before as a DM. Some some might say jumped into that river a little bit too a little bit too quickly. But uh, yeah, I, I, I do like Dracoliches and I don't have an issue with them it's just if you're using was as a dm you really need to make sure that you understand the background how they're created how they can be destroyed what the rules are with them any kind of lore that's going to be associated with this year it's it's getting much more complex as a dm now and naturally in the uh in the in the the quest to defeat this dracolich the players are going to be asking questions they're going to be exploring different things that they may not know so you really need to understand them it's not like just using a blue dragon for the first time. There's more going on. Yeah, this is not you just pulling a random... I want an undead dragon, so here it is, and I'm putting it down. There's got to be campaign... I mean, I, you fucking could. Yeah. Right? But uh, honestly, by lore, you're you're digging Your team's going to want to dig into it, so you're going to want to know right. a little bit more. Because they're going to know from. there's a huge... Well, it's like an undead dragon. Okay, it's likely that there's a specific way we have to kill this thing. Or what? What about if we do this? What do we do this? You you just need to make sure you understand that as the DM. Yeah, yeah. this is not the zombie beholder, which is just oopsie poopsies. Yeah, there it yeah. is, right? Or like if the wizard in your group heard that you're going to go fight a dracolich of some kind, they would understand that there will be a cult. Yeah. associated with this dragon there will be minions you have to deal with and you have to learn what the cult is and mm-hmm. what you're going up against to get to this dragon. yeah you're gonna have your clerics and your paladins doing religion checks for these as well because they're undead if it's they so... remember they can do those things yeah that's right <laughs> that's right that's right if you have if you have what a, a competent paladin any competent paladin don't know what you're talking would about do, <laughs> do religion checks for these because well, that's coming from the cleric who didn't heal anyone ever <laughs> <true>. I, I <laughs> My character's similar, often. as different as we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I, in fairness, I expressed that right from the start. I said, I'm not a cleric for any of you, so I can heal myself. I would like to survive. My last character died, I need to be able to heal. <laughs> so, do you like the condition immunities? Does it does it stack for you? Uh, I, I think it makes sense. There's no... Just to go through them again quickly. Charmed, frightened, paralyzed, or poisoned. And it also can't suffer from exhaustion. Well, it doesn't need sleep, so that checks out, right? Yeah, right. So, frightened, frightened. It's yeah. like it's sure. There's, there's something Charm? that this Dracolich is going to be afraid of. This Dracolich, the whole point is this Dracolich does not want to die. So if it sees something that's 
I think challenges that. I think it could be frightened, but you know, not in the sense where I feel like it would be con- like it would cause the condition of being frightened. Like it wouldn't. Okay. I don't think it would run away. I think it would fight to live at this point. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. Well, you gotta figure. I have defeated death itself. It's, yeah, it's it, attitude, right? Yeah, yeah. That's charm funny. though, like I don't know. I would like to think that I can whimsically charm a Dracolich. I fucking rode one in Terry's campaign very briefly. Yeah, mm. and it was um, bony. They're not comfortable to ride. You no. need a saddle. <laughs> But yeah. a lot of these things I can get behind, like par- paralyzed, for example. Well, there's no muscle tissue or anything that you can paralyze. It's magically moving anyway, so that seems to make sense for me. It's yeah. sure. just a skeleton. So. But I do like the fact that you can still petrify it. You can stun it. Yeah. Yeah. You can stun it. It doesn't require sleep, so of course it won't suffer from exhaustion. So, yeah, there's there's a lot that I that I like about this as a template, but it seems really basic. Yeah. yeah. Again, it is a Draco Lich. Where is the spell casting ability here? Yeah, and all it does is just uh, uh, retain the breath weapon that it had from life as well. Like, I feel... Uh, I think it does add on necrotic damage or something, maybe, unless I'm getting confused with Shadow Dragon. No, you're, you're confused you're, with Shadow yeah. Dragon. Yeah. So it yeah. just retains the breath weapon that it had in life. I feel like that needs to be adjusted in some way. You have this this huge, fantastical Draco, Dracolich right now, which, like, there's, surely there must be something interesting about its offense, but it's not. It's just the same breath weapon. Yeah. Feels lacking. And, like, can you see the breath weapon charging up inside its chest? Oh, I'd love that. If you could see the yeah. lightning building up. Yeah, that's flames. that's pretty fun. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Um, although I'm curious what it looks like when a fucking uh, uh, repression, yeah, or the repulsor ray, right? Oh, I would love to describe it as well. So if it's like the poison breath, for example, you could see the spores going off inside the ribcage to fill the lungs with the poison before it's exhaled. Does it even have lungs? Or is it just a skeleton? Well, it's, yeah, well, that's it. See, you know, it doesn't, because it doesn't have flesh or muscle tissue. So where's this, is this, is, hold on, did we just discover that dragon breath is summoned magic. from another direction, or from another plane, or is it magical, mm-hmm. or is it, where's the breath coming from, because it's not biological. Yeah. Well. There's your magic, Dan. There, there There's <laughs> your, your inherent spell casting. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That's another thing that I would do then is I would sit down and would look at whatever elements or, I mean, the breath weapons for the repulsor, slow or sleep or whatever it is. And I would say that they just naturally get everything in this kind of genre for spells mm-hmm. by the time that they get their lichdom. Yeah. Right? So anything acid for a black dragon. Right? I might yeah. even reskin some higher power because there's not a whole lot of acid or cold mm-hmm. spells. Like, reskinning them might be good. But can you imagine a fucking dragon that can cast... The sleet storm, yeah, right. The the white dracolich that rises up and just creates a blizzard around you. Yeah, you're right. Cool. I think that, I think, yeah, I think <laughs> there needs to be spell casting. <laughs> so. Sure. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite mechanical aspect then? Let's let's roll dice and go around the table. Sure. Please. Six. I got a five. So Megan, you're first. <laughs> um, what? I don't. Because they're so basic, and I feel like it's all dependent on the type of dragon that you're building it from, um, I, I do like the fact that it retains its breath weapon, like yeah. we were talking about that fact. Because like in the other templates, it, it switches to something else. Whereas this, it actually retains its true nature. Yeah. So I like that aspect of it. Um, and then to what I pointed out before earlier, I like the fact that it 
because it's such a knowledgeable dragon, that's where it builds its resistances from. I think that checks out for its storyline, and that's something that's really cool to play on. So you yeah. as a DM can even customize that. Be yeah. like, okay, well, it's a red or blue dragon, whatever. It's lived in this environment. It's built up new resistances based on its knowledge of its surroundings, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like it's a template, so it's customizable. So I feel like those traits it sit very well with me. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I like the fact that the dragon's type switches from dragon to undead. Because if you're going to play this in a dragon-themed campaign, over the course of that campaign, the players are going to be collecting items that are going to affect or manipulate dragon-type creatures. This is going to affect mm-hmm. your rangers in a big way. Right. So now you get towards you get to tier 4, where you're building up now that this dragon has now switched to a Dracolich, and it's now undead. So everything you've been collecting to help with the dragons along the way is now not helping anymore. Not in the way that it was before. You have to switch focus. Like you have to pivot to like an undead type collection or undead type strategy that you're probably not prepared for for three tiers of this game. Yeah. My favorite mechanical aspect is the fact that its wings have rotted out and this fucker can still fly. Still fly, fly. yeah. Right? So there's a, there's a lot of fun <laughs> magic stuff that's going on um, with this and I don't know, that's that's really neat for me. Um, there's something else that I wanted to look up really quickly and it's the undead fortitude um, which undead creatures, there's a chart in the DMG and I gotta try to find it now. Some better legendary actions would be fun as well. It just has the standard ones. Yeah, that, or new layer, like to our point, like yeah. an, an actual layer action that occurs because you were an undead dragon. Yeah, layer. Yeah, in fact, better than legendary actions, layer actions would be better. Yeah. yeah. I would probably just homebrew some, I think. Yeah. Okay, so there is a. Where the shit is this table? I know it's in here. There it is. Um, you can. Uh, nope. I lied. There we go. Um, zombie and skeleton, the, which doesn't really affect either. But let's. I'm gonna go with skeleton because it looks like a skeleton. Yeah. Um, skeleton gets vulnerable to bludgeoning damage, immune to poison damage and exhaustion. Can't be poisoned. Dark vision, sixty feet. Can't speak, but understands the languages it knew in life. This has everything like that. Yeah. Except it can still speak. Yeah, and understand all of its languages, and which is with the dragon would be a lot. I really wanted to have the undead fortitude, which is the stand back up that the zombie has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I really wish that there was some more undead shit to this as well. Yeah. I, I like the fact it's got a phylactery, but that feels very lich, not necessarily undead. I, yeah, there's, there's space to certainly homebrew some lair actions and some regional effects, but they're not in here. And I think that's an area that's lacking exploration, I think. When you create your Dracolich, are you going to have him be a necromancer so he can raise zombie minions and shit? I, I think it depends on the type of dragon he was. Like Yeah, okay, that's fair. Like I can't see a gold dragon that goes Dracolich raising dead. Unless he needs people to like serve tea. Well, I mean, you can get regular minions for that. Oh, I guess that's true. What's your favorite tier for combat for these guys? Oh, same order. So, uh, yeah, 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 Megan, Megan. Uh, I would say this is your end game, big bad evil guy. I yeah. don't think you go to this one to talk to it like you would other dragons. This is one that you're either fighting it or you've come across it on accident thinking you were going to see a regular dragon. Mm-hmm. So I would think that you would need to be a higher level party for sure for this one. This is tier four? Yeah. No. Like you would see its other dragon minions or its dragon kin, but this is the last one you see. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. This is, yeah, it seems to be even going past the level of ancient, right? Like, yeah. This is a, 
this is a whole new level. I, I even feel like this is, if you're playing a dragon-themed campaign, you're going all the way because you want to beat the big red or whatever you want to do, this feels like the, the next campaign that comes from that one is, sure. the, is the undead dragon campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you're then tier four as well, Terry? Tier four or tier one of some super campaign that follows. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. Yeah, this is, to me, I, I would even put this beginning of tier four um, just because it, um, no, I, th- there's, I don't know, this could be the beginning of, of tier four as well, just because it, it says you can do this for um, adult and not ancient, right? right? So this can be your big end of tier three, beginning of tier four, your level 16 that then launches you into your end game. Yeah. This, because you can do it adult and not ancient, this feels like maybe not even like the red, but like a green, like a black that uh, but it's adult level that has an issue with like the ancient red and so he's trying to quick step the way into power. Oh, I like that. I, I yeah. will become a Dracolich as an adult. I will get some magic because I don't have the beef to do it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, do you guys have a favorite go-to maneuver for combat with this? There's, I have no go-to maneuver by the book. But Megan was talking earlier. I think it was you, Megan. Was talking about like raising undead and be, no, it was you, Adam. Being like more of a necromancer. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to use. I'm going to use undead minions. Because as far as go-to combat maneuvers specifically for the Dracolich, it doesn't have anything new. There's no new breath weapons or anything. So it would just be like regular dragon maneuvers I'm describing. Uh, I, I like that sense of um, mystery. So like you think you're going to go find the black dragon and you come across a black dragon, start fighting it. And all of a sudden it's actually a Dracolich. Yeah. But it's fooled you into thinking it's not. Mm-hmm. Like I like that sense of mysteriousness. Yeah. Yeah. I really want the idea of, you know how we've talked before, some of them can breathe underwater and then they rise up from the depths and mm-hmm. you see them come out of the water. I picture you doing this in sand or out of mud mm-hmm. or where you rise, like the ground, the earth trembles and you rise up and it all kind of falls down. You know that that traditional zombie hand coming up out of the dirt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now it's dragon wings rising up and then yeah. flapping and Ooh. pulling you up out of the... Like, uh, you could have a really cool intro, um, which is going to catch everybody by surprise and scatter the party if they're directly on top of you. Mm-hmm. True. So, It'll separate everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Favorite social or environmental trait? Um, I think favorite social trait would be you're going to have a new level of arrogance with yeah. these jackaliches. Yeah. You have a new level of arrogance and a new level of confidence. Um where I think it may be even easier to manipulate them because they're going to be so blinded to like an, an ancient red is is arrogant, but they're also smart enough to understand that they need to be they need to strategize things. They need to be tactical. I think when you get to the point of lichdom, you you're so arrogant, you're so confident that you may be able to trick them in some way. Mm. I think in a way, what I'm trying to say is in a way they may become predictable. Yeah. You, do you think they become more focused in? Like, I I did this for a specific reason to, if it's good, protect the kingdom or mm-hmm. to overthrow my enemies. or And they become laser focused on it. They've gone through so many steps to get this far. You're not going to distract them from shit. Mm-hmm. And that would be their weakness. Yeah. Right. Um, or do you think that a Dracolich who, because these things are immortal, right? Mm-hmm. They might have actually done what they set out to do. And now just have the long view, the, the I've been alive for 2,000 years, nothing matters anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Like they'll stop caring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was kind of like what I was getting into with the environment side of it. So this would be your traditional like like red dragon or blue dragon or green dragon layer. So it looks like that and your party's kind of expecting these pieces. But to your point, because it's kind of almost given up on its presentation of life. Yeah. It's not as White golden bother. or sparkled or clean yeah. or like we made the comment, I think on one of our dragon episodes about it having a prestigitation mm-hmm. spell at the beginning. So yeah. everybody's cleaned before walking in. Like, yeah. You don't get any of that luster. To its cavern anymore? Yeah, who cares? I mean, if it's newly like that, I would say that it's still... Yeah, but it's like cobwebby over time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just just waiting for the next thing to happen. Every day is exactly the same. And is it going to keep hoarding? I don't know. Because what's the point when you're immortal? It's like... Yeah. It almost lets you take its stuff. It's just, just yeah, like take because it. it's just lost I'm, the I'm joy looking, in it. I'm looking at Vecna, who was the famous lich who became a god. And do you think that's the next step for Dracolich? Is godhood like that's the next you you can't get bigger or better than a than an ancient red dragon dracolich yeah so what's the fucking point what do they want it has to be either complete subjugation of the land and then what yeah right like or godhood mm-hmm. yeah that's it the question is once they've done what they turned into a dracolich to achieve what yeah. do they want now what do they want now yeah um and uh any any allies necessarily I think it would still have its cult or its followers. Yeah, like the the claw of the dead dragon or whatever. It, is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends. When did it get turned? If it got turned like twenty minutes ago, then there's still the green dragon cult. Yeah. But you know, if it was two hundred years ago, they've they've adapted and it's it's a bone wing as an emblem now, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. They just and, have like their one servant Jeeves in the corner that just stuck around. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's an undead ogre. You it's an have, ogre zombie just standing in the corner. I'll never drooling. Leave you. Yeah. you could have a regional effect in the depending like it doesn't even need to be a period of days, but a period of months if you stay within the region of the the dragon, you start to become undead yourself. Like your own flesh will start to strip from your bones and stuff. So you have like you could have like these skeletal type cultists. Yeah, or you could just uh look at all of the the Peasants and shit from the Shadowfell, from uh, Curse of Strahd, all right. of the, the villagers that were just slowly losing their will to live. And, like, you could have mental effects happening, too, in a, in a regional effect. Right. Um, I don't know what lair action I would give them beyond the regular dragon lair. I enjoyed your undead thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. In the sense that if you come within a certain fee and spend enough time there, you will start to turn. Yeah. I would put that on just about any lich, though. Yeah. Right? That's a lich thing. Like a, a dragon... <sighs> you know what I want to see? I want to see someone apply this template to um to a half dragon. Because right. the half dragon is a template as well, where you just put it on uh, an, an elf that gets half dragon status and they get their ship. But now you're going to give them Dracolich on top. So they, they've become a lich, but they're a half dragon Dracolich. Yeah. Like, you could start to stack this shit. Well, that's weird. Yeah. yeah like, you're right? like... Half elf, half dragon, wizard on your team or whatever. And you're undead. Becomes a lich. Yeah. Therefore, you're now a Dracolich as opposed to a regular lich. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's the player that's been playing for 30 years. Shows up oh. with that guy and you're like, okay. <sighs> and he heavily drinks. I have a bit of a homebrew. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're playing with a lot of you players. Okay, we have Wood Elf Ranger. Okay, Human Fighter. Yeah, Dwarven Cleric yeah. and that motherfucker. <laughs> this guy. He's shown up in costume ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like one claw. Exactly. <laughs> Sight in 3.5 all over the place. Like we know what we're fucking talking about. Get out, about. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, do we have any final final thoughts about about this? Like, is there anything that you would expect to see in a regular dragon that you just won't get out of a Dracolich? I feel like your conversation with it would be very different than if you were to have a conversation with like a good regular dragon. I want to talk. Hmm. I, I think the conversations are going to be difficult depending on how long this Dracolich has been around because once they start to go down the what's the fucking point the crazy. route, it's like, what are you even... T- you could be like, ah, we've come to rid you from the kingdom. And like, All right, like... Get on get on with it. Like, you know, there's no monologue. Do you know where my phylactery is? No? Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. I think, yeah. So for that, <laughs> that reason, I think the build-up to the Dracolich creating itself is... Um, is the more interesting part. So for like an unorthodox usage, I think I would have the... It says if a Dracolich dies, its spirits goes back into its gem until it finds another dragon corpse. I'm totally going to just hand that gem out to the party and never say anything. The that, dragon gem. That's and never where I'm say going. A word about the dragon gem that will maybe pick a player... The, the dragon resurrection to. gem, right? So they pick a player to talk to, to converse with, to bring on side, to yeah. ally with... Hey, maybe I can help you. Like when you come across a dragon corpse, I can take energy from that dragon corpse. Let me do it, and we can beat blue dragon over here, no problem. And then that's where the Dracolich if comes I from. I can be honest, I'm getting more inspiration out of the gem than I am the yeah. Dracolich itself. Yeah, yeah. The gem, right? just infuse it to a random magical item that you give someone. Like give your <sighs> fighter a like sentient. a sword with a gemstone in it. In the yeah. in the pommel or something. Yeah. yeah I, I and I love sentient items like that where you can do little side cuts and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's a that's a lot of fun. Um I still I, I this is a problem I run into with liches when like when you pop into the Lich Lair, or the Draculich in this instance, like, we're going to kill you. Why do they not say, well, you can fucking try? Yeah. Yeah. Like, go ahead, do your damnedest, because I'm going to be back in 23 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, oh no, a sword. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I can just imagine, like, now, one of these dragons sitting in its lair, just waiting to die, but it's lost its phylactery. So it's just out in the world somewhere, doesn't know where it is. So yeah, yeah a group of party comes on to kill it. Like, we're going to kill it. He's like, did you bring the phylactery? Did you bring the phylactery? Then fuck you. Because I don't know where it is. <laughs> this is a waste of my time and it's a waste of your time. Doesn't he end up getting stuck in the gem until he's released though? Like, isn't that genie in the bottle? But would he be like, in my mind, even if you were in the gem, I feel like he would still be cognizant of the fact that he's inside of a gem. Totally. But does that not drive you mad? Yeah. Mm. So like, it's crazy. Yeah, so. it might even be a little bit if you take inspiration from the Lord of the Rings, where the ring is trying to find its master. But it may, in that same vein, um, if it tires of a particular player character, if it's like this guy's a fucking idiot. It's going to try and separate itself and go to somebody who's more reliable. I don't like this person. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that I can draw any parallels between Dungeons and Dragons, and Lord of the Rings, Terry. That I just don't see the two of them really <laughs> meshing so nicely. Separate. We've got halflings over here and hobbits. So yeah. it's just it doesn't. Uh, I'm not. They're uh, very different yeah. <laughs> so for you to even claim that <laughs> this uh this this lines more with the uh, hurry podler for yeah. me no but i like that idea what liches like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like just say that like the gnome has like a weird dagger that has the gem on it and it trips and falls and then all of a sudden fucking say, gnomes the dagger runs away like it just rolls down a hill and yeah, then it, it almost guides you to where you're supposed to be going like it's actually dragging you towards oh i like every time you put it down the blade points towards it you just don't know it at first like it always points southwest and then you go southwest and now it's starting to point a little bit South-southwest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's slowly guiding you, and yeah. you don't even realize it until middle of tier two. That's it, something that the ranger 
druid monk would notice eventually. You think yeah. it's strange that this is the third time in a row that it's been pointing southeast or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the idea as well that the cleric is, is going to like, or the paladin is going to try to like sense undead. They're going to try to get that idea of, of reaching out to determine if there's undead around. And they go, no, but I'm getting a weird like, my tongue goes numb when I'm near your dagger. Yeah. That's COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you got the COVID. You got the COVID. And it, no, immune to poison damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. yeah. We've come here to kill you. Okay, let me just beep. Let me just beep your head. Yeah, okay. <laughs> take your You're not coming in. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's my final thought on Dracoliches. Um, do we like these? I don't, yeah. I don't hate them. That they're. I don't know. I'm underwhelmed. Again, it's a. In my mind, it's a template. It's yeah. an additive to another larger creature. It's not. I don't feel like it's meant to be a standalone. Yeah. You get a Dracolich. This I think, takes time and research. And I think Adam had it right. It's the. It's the gem, right? It's the phylactery that's the, the where more of the inspiration. The story is you build from. around it, not it's, necessarily it. Yeah. I can raise a fucking undead dragon, no problem. Just raw breath of air. You've done it Zombie. Yeah, yeah. Right. And <laughs> and I'm and I'm cool with it. Sure. Do your do your thing, but. Dracula really feels like it needs to cast spells. Yeah. That's the big thing that I'm missing here. Yeah. But in, to our, like in old editions, they had the ability. So it's not like you yep. couldn't homebrew. This dragon can now do X, Y, and Z. Right? This, yeah, this doesn't feel like a Dracula. This feels like a Draca zombie. Yeah. yeah. A, 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 a Skeledrac? Uh, yeah. Wait, where, where am I going with this? There's got to be a, a good Drac one. A Draca dead? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Walker dragon? I, mm. Yeah. Drake Skellington? <laughs> okay. Alright, and moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so you got the other template. Megan. Yeah, so I have the other template of the Shadow Dragon. Um, so again, this is very similar to the Dracolich where you pop this template on top of another chromatic or metallic dragon, in my opinion. Um, that just gives it a couple of additives and sometimes in other areas hurts it, in my opinion. Um, but the whole point of these things is that they are either born within the Shadowfell or kind of either got stuck in the Shadowfell and spent too much time there. Um, and that is how a Shadow Dragon is born from a Chromatic Dragon. Sidebar, super fucking weird that Argenvost, Curse of Strahd, spoiler, is not a Shadow Dragon. Mm -hmm. Or didn't descend into that. Yeah. yeah. Super weird. That, into that madness. Yeah. Although, hold on. When did Barovia get stuck? Was that before or after Strahd took over? Um, Was Argenvost alive in the, in the Shadowfell? Oh, I don't know the timeline. I don't think he was, no, because part of the curse of Strahd becoming a vampire yeah. after he had defeated Argenvost was Barovia. Okay, so yeah. that tracks. All right. Stra yeah, Strahd defeated Argenvost before Barovia got stuck. Yeah, okay, so there we go. Yeah. That's, that's That settles <laughs> that in my mind. Okay. Well, I know fine. a lore now, Megan. Yeah, I whereas, can tell. Whereas previously I didn't. You're growing. Thank you. <laughs> in five years, you're going to be like Dan. Well, actually, yeah. in in fourth edition. Yeah, there's going to be a table of new players. The DM's going to try and describe something scary. And Dan, and then me, new Dan's going to go, whimsy. beholder. Yeah. I knew it was a beholder. The whole time. I know what this is. Then shut up and sit down. The rest yeah. of us would like to find out for ourselves, yes. sir. Well, would you say we're in a swamp or a bog? Because that will help me figure out what I'm doing. Yeah. How would you know that? I don't know. My character read a book once. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 we'll know that Terry has completed his transformation when he's playing gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's there you fun. go. Dan's gonna feel like we're bullying him, but and we are. But don't worry, Dan. 
<laughs> you, but it comes from a place of love. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And you we still love play, to bully you. At least he plays D and D tactically. I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. Skinny half elf seemed like a good idea. Now I'm dead. So. <laughs> oh lord. All right. So let's get back to my dragons here. All right. Um, so the whole concept is that I guess some of the lore to these ones is that. Dragons that are in deep layers will eventually come across a dark portal that will lead you to the Shadowfell and they get stuck there. Standard. That's the common standard way of how they get there. Um, and then, of course, if you're born there or a pregnant dragon goes down, lay some eggs, you launch out a couple of shadow dragons, basically, into the Shadowfell. I wish that you would teach people fucking reproductive. You make just it launch seem, out you make a couple it seem of dragons. So simple. Yeah. You make it seem so simple. That's how I do it. That's how I do it. There it is. It, everything <laughs> seemed like, like an homage or something. You can't go, go down the deep portal. You're going to find a portal. Okay, I found it. What if you have trouble finding the portal? Just keep looking. Look at the diagram. That's, <laughs> that's your portal. <laughs> oh, Lord. And, okay, so the dark part of this, though, for me, is that the... Like, the there's whole, no light. There's Yes, right? It's the shadow fell. Let's be yeah. real. But the whole concept that they know what's happening to them. So if a dragon is like a red dragon or a blue dragon, it goes into the shadow fell. This is something that happens over the course of a couple of years. And it is something that the dragon is cognitive and understands this is happening to it, but it can't stop it. That's horrifying. It is very horrifying. It's, sorry, sidebar. Is shadow fell a misnomer? Shouldn't it be shadow raised because there's more shadow there? Like you're covered. Stop it. Like if shadow <laughs> fell, doesn't that mean that the light took over if don't don't or the, know or the darkness has i fallen. can't argue the logic but if the darkness f- has fallen then light has the darkness risen. has fallen upon you i'm just saying words now <laughs> <laughs> like me personally jesus man <laughs> well we knew this about you so do you need me to describe to you where the portal is <laughs> yeah how did the darkness land on me man because it's landing um but yeah i think that's like a, a, a really dark piece to it uh, um, all right. So, and it can't undo the transformation is the end of that piece. It can't be undone. Cannot be undone. It's once it's there, it's there. Once it's happening, it's happening. So this kind of bodes the question to me. If it was to be like halfway through its transformation and found a way to escape the Shadowfell, would it continue? Or would it just be like a half Yeah, like does dragon? it have, does the transformation have to be complete? Yeah. Let me just, hold on here. There might be a note about that. No, it does not say anything. No, um... I don't know. I, I, do you have half shadow dragons out yeah, there somewhere? Let's get they in have, there. Do they have shadow half dragons? Shadow or is this a half dragons. shadow dragon? But at the end no, of the day, okay. it's just a template. It's not doing much to your dragon to start with, so I feel like you should just let it go all the way. This is I, a half <laughs> shadow dragon, not a shadow half dragon. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I would say, honestly, that you're going to see the coloration because they turn like deep obsidian, right? Mm-hmm. Even darker than a black dragon. So I would say that it would. I would almost roll dice to see which, depending on how far along they are, which mechanics have taken over. Yeah. But the very first thing that happens is your coloration changes. So you may look like a shadow dragon who's back in the real world on the cusp of corruption. Yeah. Um, saying, I can never go back to the Shadowfell. One more week there and I'm fucked. Mm. Yeah. Right? And yeah. you can tell by looking at me. Yeah. Because so. these guys do look very scary. So like to go over kind of how they look is, of course, they have the regular aesthetics of its own dragon form yeah whatever their horns and wings and shit were before yeah Yeah. but their scales turn of course they they darken almost like a translucent darkness and they actually harden so they actually end up with its own like i don't know how to explain it but like it becomes more of a a true chest piece basically it's their own armor oh yeah okay 
Yeah, like uh, like the shell of a beetle almost. Like yeah, it's a, it, like well, dragon some... scales are pretty fucking hard in the first place. Yeah. So. Well, let's talk about this just getting harder. That is what it does. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Best first date I ever had. Right. Um, and then it looks. Like let's it... just talk about this getting harder. <laughs> Your first date must have been awkward as you can, fuck. You can, I'm like, so what like do you do? In the middle of the restaurant, yeah. What do you do for a living? Let's just talk about this game. <laughs> we'll go from there. I move quickly. Um, so, and then the other aspect to these guys is, of course, they look very ghostly. Their eyes turn white. They no longer have, like, proper pupils. They're very ghost-like. And then they're, they have what almost looks like a mane going down their back, but it is just almost like fog and smoke. So they look very ghost-esque. Yeah, they yeah they seem to the the sh- the edges of them are are wispy. Yeah, interesting that even though their scales harden, their uh, their armor class doesn't change. Like no. I'm just using the example from the Monster Manor. The young red shadow dragon has the same AC as the young red dragon. Yeah. I would I would not like you know how how dragon scales like layer almost like like roof shingles, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. I would say that it's the space between them underneath the overlap it fills in and solidifies. Yeah, right. That's. I just imagine now, like the Draco from um, the when he lifts up his scale to show his heart. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sound that that made, I did not enjoy it. I'm um, gonna find that sound and I'm gonna I'm gonna send don't. it to you. I watched it, re- it. or half of it recently. It's on something. I think it's on Netflix or something now. Uh, I think it's on, like I don't know. It's on a streaming service of some kind. It's on one of them. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me that Terry watched half of a movie. Yeah. Like that's the best we get. He watched the Dark Crystal. Of all of the things that we told you to watch, you chose the Dark Crystal, which is probably the lowest of the low. I got like no, the first scene. I was like, I'm out. Did, you don't do puppets, eh? No. Don't do puppets. That's oh. look. That's that's fair. It's weird that you started with that one though. Is it? I just yeah. Whichever one I could remember. That I can't remember the reason. I think I, I chose that one, but um, I think because we said it was a part of our fantasy childhood mm. genre that you should mm. probably watch that. It was a formative movie for, and then you got like, what is this fucking Muppet nonsense? And <laughs> <laughs> Stupid if it's yeah. not a frog or Yoda, if it's not green, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right, sorry, dragons. Yep. Let's get shadow into the dragons. abilities here. So basically, when a dragon becomes a shadow dragon, it does retain its statistics, except as described as I shall follow. Um, so it's damage resistances. The dragon has resistance to necrotic damage. Okay. Checks out. Um, skill proficiency is strength. So that adds, in my opinion, to the scales being stronger. Stealth. Um, sorry, stealth. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Still <laughs> to the scales being stronger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, skill proficiency is stealth. So the dragon's proficiency bonus is doubled for its dexterity. So stealth checks. Um, living shadow uh, is while in dim light or darkness, the dragon has resistance to damage that isn't force, psychic, or radiant. Oh, there okay. it is. That there right is. there is, I think, the The scale the resistance, yeah. yeah. Um, shadow stealth. While in dim light or darkness, the dragon can take the hide action as a bonus action. Okay. Yeah. Um, sunlight sensitivity. This is the one where it checks out from being in the shadow fell. Uh, so while in sunlight, the dragon has disadvantage on attack rolls as well as on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. I'm just imagining something coming out from a dark cave and then just being like, I can't see shit. Like- <laughs> well, that, that's the drow and Duragar nonsense, right? <laughs> Giant glasses are going <laughs> Big sunglasses on the fucking shadow dragon. <laughs> Um, and it gets a new action of bite, so the dragon deals acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison damage with its bite, change that dra- uh, damage type to necrotic. So its bite ability, no matter what dragon it was, is now necrotic damage, it doesn't do its elemental damage. 
Um, same thing with its shadow breath. So any damage dealing breath weapon possessed by the dragon deals necrotic damage instead of its original type. Right. So it does retain, basically, in my mind, all of its breath abilities. It just changes the damage type. Yeah. Um, and then a humanoid reduced to zero points by this damage dies. And an undead shadow rises from its corpse and acts immediately after the dragon in initiative count. The shadow is under the dragon's control. Shadows are cool. fucking dangerous. But there's too. your minions there, though, right? Well. Yeah, yeah. So this, like, basically, it does it makes its own minions. Yes, I love the idea of an army of shadows passing across it. the land with one like shadow dragon over top of them. I love it. It makes it that movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze, where the shadows come, <laughs> and it's like after you guys see Ghost, right? Yeah. Where the person dies, is that and the then one, is that the one where he's a, protecting the roadhouse? No, that's that's no. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, is he dancing dirtily? <laughs> dirtily. Dirt, dirtily. Patrick Swayze movies are phenomenal, so do not make jokes about Patrick uh, Swayze movies. Yeah. They're they're off limits. But after a person dies, is that ten seconds where it's like we don't know which ones are coming, and sometimes it's the light that comes down, and sometimes yeah. you hear the of the shadows come. That's what I want to see here. Yeah. True enough. Is that it for, for the new mechanics on it? That is pretty much it for its mechanics. The only other note I wanted to make is, unlike the Dracolich, this does not have legendary actions. It doesn't have any of that stuff to it. Um, except for, I, I wanted to ask you guys if you guys felt that it would keep its legendary actions from its old dragon. Yeah, you're just adding this shit to it. It yeah. absolutely would. I mean, yeah. your wormlings and your young dragons aren't going to get this, right? No, but it's going to be your ancients and your adults, Yeah, you right? absolutely should. I don't think there's an argument yeah. why you would take them away. Perfect. And then the only other piece is that um, it's the same kind of thing where it would carry over its layer actions or can be edited by the DM. It specifically says as DMCs fit based on its layer actions. For me, personally, I'm going to make some new layer actions. I'm going to make some new regional effects, keep things spiced up. You know, the whole point of this is it's something, it's something different for your players to take on, so I wouldn't just have the same old. Yeah, exactly, right? So... Okay, let's uh, let's go through it. What's your favorite mechanical aspect? Hey, let's roll again. Sure. We haven't rolled enough let's dice. Let's do a new order. Again. I got Seven. A, I got five. A, yeah. Cool. All right, Megan, you're up. Um, I like the fact that it's hiding a lot. I yeah. just I am imagining what is the dragon from how to how to train your dragon? What's its name? I Toothless? don't know. Toothless. Thank you. Okay. How is it that? How do you watch? You know what? <laughs> Fuck, Terry. God damn. Um, I actually really like the How to Train Your Dragon. You said research dragon movies before this. So it's How to Train Your Dragon is what you went to? I love it. But now I imagine like you're just. <laughs> he thought it was a documentary. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Right. How to Train Your it. It Dragon. It was clickbait. The top five ways to train your dragon. Yeah. It, I'm like, he's not even trying to train this dragon. It makes no sense. He's trying to be he, his friend. This is what training is. found the dragon. This is nonsense. Where do I find a dragon? Yeah. No, I just love that it does. It inherently is able to hide in any kind of darkness. And if you yeah. imagine any dragon's lair. It is built to be within darkness. Mm -hmm. So no matter what color chromatic dragon you choose to turn into a shadow dragon, its layer is built to protect it. Yeah. So I just think that that's a really good innate built-in ability for yeah. these guys. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing is the necrotic. The necrosis shit. It's great. And finally, I am so happy to see in the art, necrotic is purple. Yep. Yeah. Um, there we go. I have my answer. It's been bothering me for a while. I always try to like... All the different damage types get a color. Mm -hmm. Necrotic is purple. I have it definitively. Yeah, there's the breath. Yeah, right in the charging up. Yeah, charging up. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. and and poison is green. So acid is is question. I'm thinking sickly yellow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, anyway, not the point. But I really like I like the necrotic because 
you're not going to run into a whole lot of shit out there for um, necrotic damage if you're not in an undead campaign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this isn't necessarily undead, mm-hmm. right? As much as you're in the Shadowfell and you're seeing all that kind of shit, generally speaking, you can very much have one of these guys get out yeah. and still be a, a major fucking issue. Also, I mean, the army. The army's a lot, a lot of fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's true. So, the army's a lot of fun. Terry's the army like, is not a lot triggered. of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's it's good, good exercise, right? Get to get to new buddies. The world. Yeah. Get outside. It's great. It's that like works. a sleepover with your friends every night. <laughs> exactly. I'd love a hot beach vacation. Here's a desert. <laughs> Be careful. They don't like you. <laughs> Favorite mechanical aspect. Um yeah, I mean, I like the fact that when you reach zero hit points with that shadow breath, that the shadow comes up mm-hmm. from the corpse. I think uh, it, it'll it speak to how capable or how strong the shadow dragon is, depending on how many shadows are already existing in its lair. Uh, but I also like the fact that you retain everything from the, from the core dragon that you came from, but it's very much based on darkness. So I think exploratively, or for building the scene... You can you can still have the the uh, uh, the torches and the flames and stuff coming up from the ancient red dragon's lair, but it's deep deep into darkness now, so it's just a little bit at a time. Or if you're gonna if it's gonna come from a white dragon, it's like you're deep buried under the earth, but it's still freezing cold. Yeah. Uh, like I like the fact that you can now play on two elements of it. Yeah. Um, if it was gonna come from a blue, I would maybe have the dragon's lair high up somewhere in the storm where it's dark, but it flashes with the lightning, so you can still play with the dim light. Yeah. Uh, yeah, love it. Adds to the theater. Yes. Yeah. So, what's your favorite tier for combat for this guy? Um, I feel like you could do any tier with this one. Because yeah. you it retains all of its abilities and almost mental mindset. It's not like the Draculich where it spent too much time and is going to go batshit crazy and give it up on life. This is more of a, like, it just it's something shitty that happened to a dragon. But if it's a silver dragon or one that likes to talk, it's still going to like to talk. Mm-hmm. Right? So I feel like you could use it in any level of encounter of something that's informative or a quest giver or... I really wish that this just knocked all of, like, down to neutral evil. Yeah. I wish that this corruption hit everything. Even the lawful evil creatures and the chaotic evil dragons, they all just go straight, like, evil for the sake of evil. Mm -hmm. Here is this corruption. Or knock out, I guess a shadow fell. Like, what do you go, true neutral? Because you're completely apathetic? Mm. Like, I wish there would be definitive alignment changes given with this yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, they do go through a change of some kind. Yeah. It's just a matter of how much it affected it. Yeah, yeah. it's like second puberty. Yeah, like, if you were born in, like, the shadow fell as yeah. a, a shadow dragon, you would inherit the emotions and feelings of being within the shadow fell exactly whereas if you were thrown into the shadow fell became a shadow dragon you have a d- different mental mentality about it and you know you're changing and you cannot stop it what does that do to you yeah right dragon puberty <laughs> second dragon puberty uh, yeah. i think uh, i think you could play with this earlier on i think you could do this tier two i think if you're if you have a party of new players you're using tier one for them to get grips with the game Tier 2, you want to introduce some planar travel, but something that can be controlled that isn't too alien for them. So you're thinking maybe we'll a little bit into the shadow fell. Yeah. You could use a young shadow dragon, especially if you were going to, uh, for campaign story-wise, you could use something like uh, there's a family of dragons or whatever, kind of like Blue Dragon has said, you know, my sister has been corrupted. We can't let her ascend into true power. She's a young dragon now. She's in the shadow fell. Go and kill her now. Um, that's that's a time to experiment with a new plane, something new and interesting for the players, 
um, but it's still controlled. This dragon is different enough from the core dragons that it's going to be fantastic and, and amazing for the players, but still close enough that they can still understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I like that. No, for me, uh, this is tier four. When you're done Curse of Strahd, oh, I, yeah. I'm mm. not going to drop Barovia back in the material plane. I'm I'm going to leave it in the Shadowfell, but the mists disappear. Yeah. So now you can go out into the rest of the Shadowfell. Um, there's no roads anywhere. you got to go through the woods and shit. But you just discover that there is a, a despot, right, that's a, that's a shadow dragon that is ruling over the land and you've got to deal with it. And his shadow minions are everywhere. Yeah. And that's... That's my next step after Curse of Strahd. Yeah. I've always complained Curse of Strahd ends too early. Yeah. Yeah. Once once Strahd's gone, you you have a power vacuum. Yeah. Now and you have this whole kingdom without a ruler. And I like the idea of you ruling, like your party takes over as the whatever council or whatnot, and a fucking shadow dragon's like, oh wait a minute, what's that over there now? Yeah. Right. And now you've got this nonsense to deal with. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like it for, for tier four. Would you keep, I know we're not talking Barovia specifically here, but that's a, that's a reason to keep Barovia within the Shadowfell, but yeah. just the mists lift as in you can now leave if you want to. Yeah. yeah. But now you have just an area of the Shadowfell, which is now reopened to the rest of the Shadowfell. Yeah. yeah. yeah like from before they, they can see that the shadow, like there's mists there, but they just can't get through it because all those mists are crazy mind wiping bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, when those lift, yeah. Everything, it feels good. We can leave, but everything else can get back in. You opened the fucking door. Yeah. <laughs> right. Congrats, bud. Um, what's uh, your go-to combat maneuver, Megan? Um, for these guys, I, I would utilize their stealth as much as possible. And I feel ambushing. Like and ambushing, hiding, yeah. um, sneaking up behind people, um, yeah. and then using its like breath attack in, in secret. Like yeah. from from the shadows, all of a sudden you see its breath weapon come out and just incinerates your barbarian in front of you into a pile of dust, and mm-hmm. then it turns into a shadow in front of you. It's a good character killer. It is, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Terry, I think you'd have to remember the personality of where the dragon is coming from, from the, the core dragon that they're coming from, and how yeah. they're going to act. And I think you should still you should still stick with that. But my go to combat maneuver is, is pretty much going to be trying to eliminate one party member as soon as possible and then use the shadow that comes up from them as essentially um, getting the, the players to fight themselves and I'll just hang back stay back, stay out of the way and then use whatever breath weapon here or there but I think I would take much more enjoyment as a DM of <laughs> watching the players have to fight themselves yeah uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that my favorite thing about them is because they can blend in with shadow and they can hide as a bonus action and all that stuff I like their voice booming and echoing from mm. somewhere in the chamber that you can't see. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, the there's a purple light over in the corner. And you're like, oh, is that... They don't, no, that's a breath weapon. I'm, yeah. di- I'm going to die. Yeah. This is where I'm dying. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's... I see the light. <laughs> it's purple. As, as, as long as everything is dark, we're still okay. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, I'm assuming that this breath weapon looks like... Whatever the breath weapon was before, whether it's... A poisonous cloud, but now it's necrotic or or purple flames or purple, right? Like acid dripping, Beautiful. right? So I, I love that where you said, as long as everything's dark, we're okay. Yeah, because that's anything that doesn't have dark vision. Dragonborn humans are the two, I think, right now. Sorry, guys, we have to go. We have to extinguish all flames. We have to do this complete darkness. If you see any light, you need to let us know. That yeah. means that that everybody bad. dive in yeah. for cover if you see light. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, everybody's going to be moving at half speed because they're creeping along. Shields ready to go, ready to dive behind the nearest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This yeah. is this is where your radiant characters would shine though, because then you can. Because <laughs> oh! 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 your paladin can be like sunlight, and then the dragon is incapacitated almost yeah, right so true. depending on your team and the dm would be able to understand their party a little bit better mm-hmm. and if they remember they have these abilities i say this all the time um, <laughs> if they remember yeah it would be great but um because we're talking about combat maneuvers i wanted to throw in the 3.5 version of this dragon a oh, little bit sure yeah, yeah only because i feel like the breath weapon was really really cool um it actually sapped the energy from someone on top of that was so, that con damage or strength damage? Uh, it would actually take it. I don't remember what the save was, but if you fail the save, you end up um, taking a point of exhaustion. Mm. I like that. And and it's like like so. Not only is a breath weapon taking your life, but it's literally sapping energy from you. I like that. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. So it, it that is a character killer because immediately you're failing your saves. Immediately you're you're mm-hmm. just being. Wounded, I was about right? to ask about unorthodox usages, and I guess that's that's one for you. Is there... Oh, I have another one. Oh yeah. What's what's another one? Um. So one of the ones I came up with, just because I like adding a little bit of an adorable twist to dark characters, um, is that. She's literally playing Rainbow Bright in a fucking Curse of Strahd campaign. <laughs> I'm that asshole. She literally <laughs> sprinkles sparkles everywhere <laughs> and doesn't understand what she's doing. She doesn't know that she wants to kill Strahd. She just knows that she's going to see this guy. I feel like you and <laughs> Pepperina Sparkle Gem are on the same fucking... I feel like we'd be good friends at the yeah. moment. Um, but I, I just enjoyed the idea that it's it's a good version of a Shadow Dragon. But it still needed to make its minions to do its bidding. So it yeah. made a bunch of shadow minions that literally go into town to do its groceries. But no one says anything. The, they're not there to hurt anyone. They're literally just doing the groceries, doing the bartering with its loot, um, finding it new things. They're just And there's just these shadow people running this around. This is so Dan as well. How you do <laughs> yeah, it really is. You're, this like Super unorthodox. Shadows do not do, like by the stat block, they do not fucking do this. But I like them as yeah. minions just, just running errands. Errands. <laughs> I love the idea you do. We would need a flag. Please paint it black. Yeah, right? <laughs> Blacker. I'm just imagining, like, your party going into a town, and then there's just, like, a shadow there, like, bartering with some. Just like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a shadow dragon out of town. Like, he doesn't hurt anyone, though. So yeah. Just leave him alone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Could you put your mask on, please? <laughs> Six feet. <laughs> Terry, do you have an unorthodox usage for these guys? Oh, God. Did I write one down? Um, that's Dragon Witches. Sorry, I got so wrapped up in what Megan was saying. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the damn level bullshit. Um, no, <laughs> I don't have an unorthodox yeah, usage. Okay. No, I have answers to every other question apart from that one. Um, my unorthodox usage is I would very easily reskin this to not have the basic background, and I would just throw the Shadow Dragon stuff with the necrotic damage directly onto whatever base dragon that was the most useful, wipe the personality clean, and this is the dragon that lives in the ethereal plane. Mm. Mm. Just because of shadows and the darkness, and yeah. if you're looking for a big scary thing to be lurking in the dark in the ethereal plane, because it's not a fucking lot, right? Like, yeah. there's not much in there. I would have this be the ethereal plane dragon until they give me something better. Yeah. There you go. So. That's cool. Um, favorite social or environmental aspect of this? Um, I like the idea of thinking of, because you would know that a certain chromatic dragon lives somewhere and maybe that's the dragon you're looking for. Yeah. But let's say by the time you got there, this dragon has found a portal, gone to the Shadowfell and has turned into a 
a shadow yeah. dragon, but the portal is still open. Mm. So this is a good way to like lure, because like the whole point of these things is that they actually like to lure people into the Shadowfell once they're kind of in that mindset. So it's a good way to get your team into the Shadowfell if you need a reason to get them there. Mm-hmm. It's like this disembodied voice in the shadow. Don't go into the portal. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you need me to show you the diagram of the portal again? Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to this part of the portal. We can't find it. I <laughs> we know. <laughs> Terry? You, Terry? What was the question? Sorry, I'm thinking about portal vaginas. <laughs> I knew you were going to, I saw Terry, like, I can't find it, and I knew where he was. I, I knew it. It's a myth. <laughs> Favorite social? Is that what you asked? Me? Yeah, social or environmental aspect of this. Um, I um, so this dragon is not immortal, right? It's just That's being right. corrupted. That's yeah. right. So I like the idea that it's it still does it still hasn't filled that void. It hasn't completed this escalation in power. If it was to become corrupted, where it it now has new abilities and it feels new strength. But it knows that it is still not comparable to that Dracolich, which still has eternal life. So that the idea of maybe they, they get to this level, but they're still not completely satisfied. They're still power hungry. I think maybe you could play with that a little bit. Yeah, well, because they didn't do it on purpose, right? Mm. I re- You know, I want to see them task the party. I, I know, it can't be undone. Mm-hmm. Find me a way. Yeah. Right? Just because no one's done it yet doesn't mean it can't be undone. Yeah. Right, and if it has that mentality, even if, sorry, there is no fucking way to do it. Mm-hmm. Even if that's the way that you're doing it, that's I, I would send the party through the portal into the Shadowfell to to investigate that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do we have any favorite tier for social encounters for these guys, or for social? Yeah. Um. Or for combat, like. You, I think you could do for social encounters. I think you could do this early. Yeah, I do because it's it's some some dragons may embrace this change, this corruption. Some of them may be resisting it. Some of them may hate it. But either way, if if people of a certain amount of power, like your party, are coming into contact with this dragon, whether they love it or they hate it, I think a conversation is going to be had. Yeah. It's not just going to be, oh, you've you've showed up at the cave, so now you got to die. So, okay, do you guys think that their personality does get corrupted by this? I think it would, but not to the extent that a Dracolich is. I think there's, like, that happy medium of regular dragon, shadow dragon, and then batshit crazy Dracolich. Yeah, I, I find the Dracolich is crazy because of its immortality and its desperation to gain this this thing at the end of its life. To Like, there's... I don't, it's really on purpose, but do you think a shadow dragon is just, like, going through... Uh, you know, that angry level of puberty. Yeah, and then just, they'll eventually yeah. accept it at some point. They're listening to My Alchemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> when I was... I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> the one I was. Uh, Dan will be like, that was the wrong note, Terry. I don't know music. I don't know music. I feel like it would just exaggerate the personality from the original dragon it came from. So if you think of like the elitist red dragon, it's going to exaggerate that, and they're oh. like, "I truly am the most powerful." But like now. the negative concepts of it as well, like yeah, the always. copper dragon that, that that's always pulling pranks and teasing. It's not a joke anymore. It's like I'm laughing at you, not with you now. Yeah, they yeah. become like the Joker or yeah. something. Yeah, they just go to like the next level, like the Riddler or something. Um, I don't like the idea that it's hiding in darkness because it doesn't want to be seen because it's not its glorious goldness it once was. I was like, don't look at me. Just don't. This is just, this is not my best. 
Yeah, but <laughs> or like the like the well, the gold's a great example there. If they're supposed to be like the protectors uh, from evil, really, maybe they really go with this and see this as as like a gift. Okay, now I truly can eradicate evil from the world, and that is what I need to do. And in a way, they become the big bad in themselves. Oh my God, do they become Batman? I become the knight to protect people from the night. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Lord. The, the, this is the Batman of dragons. See how there's no green arrow of dragons? Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> Sorry. He'll find, he'll find one. <laughs> You've just given him a challenge. He's like, there is a green dragon. Like, Shut Maybe up. it Get does it. become like the. Can you imagine like going through the cave and then the. The yeah. wings come down behind. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Let's get... Maybe the bat's in here. <laughs> Ain't no bat. <laughs> okay. That was from, like, the 90s Batman movies, but whatever. The superior... Well, not all of them. Never mind. I retract I like that. I Michael Keaton as Batman. Yes, but the 90s also had George Clooney as Batman, so we're just going to move right, right the but fuck I forgot, along. I, I forgot about that one. Um, besides Shadows, any other allies? Any expectations that you think you expect from uh, from like the horde, the minions? I mean, I'm thinking if you're a good aligned dragon that's become a shadow dragon, maybe you're you're aligning kind of with the Raven Queen here. Maybe you don't you don't want to be you've been corrupted, and you've been changed, but maybe you don't want to embrace that. Maybe it's okay. This this is who I am now. Maybe there is some level of good I can it's do. It's not a phase, Ma. <laughs> yeah, I'm going after Tiamat now. <laughs> the band's going to make it. <laughs> We're going on tour with Black Vomit. <laughs> I just want to see the dragon now like curl its smoke in front of it, one eye. And then just like <laughs> a bunch of earrings in its horn. It'll be great. <laughs> like, do you think that's the hardest thing for a... For a shadow dragon, is it can't get tattoos? <laughs> Personally, attacked. <laughs> uh, Megan, any allies or or anything that stick out to you? Not necessarily. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the same as any other template. Where depending on what it is, where it is, and what's happening, it would ma- either maintain its cult, lose its cult, or um, find new allies of some kind that would accept it as it is mm. like maybe if it was a gold dragon that turned into a black dragon it's ashamed of itself It'd be like leave me all yeah. of you find something better to follow i am no longer that maybe. person yeah maybe it would be ashamed of what it's become yeah and so then it would try and find different allies so maybe then it wouldn't do its original job which is supposed to be protect the world from evil maybe it just go full simba and just run away yeah you have to come back yeah. no <laughs> Akuna Matata, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then maybe the request is to get to come back. Scar. <laughs> we know who you are on the inside. <laughs> um. So I got a question about the allies. I couldn't really come up with a whole bunch because a lot of the shadowy nonsense is mm-hmm. evil and undead and so on and so forth. Is there a reason why you can't put any applicable side of this to just shadow beings? Hmm. Right? Like, I know it creates shadows from the monster manual, but would you not, could you not just take NPCs and then give them all of this crazy necrotic and shadow stealth, sunlight sensitivity and shit to make them shadow versions of, like, they die and they raise as, as, I'm thinking about the, uh, the army at the end of bed knobs and broomsticks, only they're all shadows. Hmm. Right? Like, they're technically their original cells, but they're risen. And they've all got all of this, like... I don't know why we got shadow dragons only, but you can't make a shadow beholder. Or a shadow gnome. Or a shadow whatever, yeah. right? Like, it's a really cool template. I mean, they're not going to get the breath weapon. 
but their instinctive natural damage type that they use, whatever they are, would then be necrotic. Right? Almost be like, like if they spent enough time in the shadow fell by accident, like yeah, they were born there. Like exactly. Like why are dragons the only thing that get corrupted by the shadow fell? Yeah, and and you could find pl- creatures that are that are prone to corruption anyway. May may really dive into this. If I'm think I'm thinking Strahd, I'm thinking like Rahadin. He's yeah. been so long there. It is is pure corruption. He has like souls screaming off of him whenever he's close to people. He may he may embrace this. You know, his brother being Strahd, and then him shadow elf. Shadowing well, it out. Well, we have dusk elves, right? Yeah. They're not really properly explored in Curse of Strahd. But I like the idea of an elf that lives there for so long that they would like die off. Yeah. Instead of like maybe instead of them just fading away the way that elves do, they would turn into a shadow version of an elf. That's not a shatter kai. And as we were talking when we were talking Barovia before, we said there there could be other stories within Barovia that doesn't yeah. need to be Curse of Strahd. The prophecy of the Dusk Elf, which is the one shadow elf that will save them all, is, yeah. a, is a great sort of side story that's not directly Strahd, but mm-hmm. it takes place in Barovia, in the Shadowfell. Yeah, I want to see more shadow creatures. I, look, the Ethereal Plane is horribly underutilized, and it's just not explored at all, and this is where I feel we're going to get all of our shadow stuff that's not undead, it's just a shadow version of other things. Yeah. Like, like the Nightmare is the... Magic dark version of a horse, mm-hmm. right? So, nay, <sighs> fuck off. Are you Megan. just disagreeing <laughs> with something? <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. So before we uh, we jump into some of the other nitty gritties and campaign uses and whatnot, um, let's jump to a shout out. Sure. So before we wrap up, I just want to remind everyone that you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and r slash it's a mimic on Reddit. I don't use Reddit. Did I say that correctly? You did. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could. Do I pronounce the slash? Yes. You can always reach out to us through our email at info at itsamimic.com because we love hearing from you guys and any questions that you send will get added to the list of our upcoming mailbag episodes. Hey guys, Dan here. If you remember this time last year, us here at the It's a Mimic podcast were working on and releasing a small Call of Cthulhu campaign. Because hey, it's that spooky time of year and what's more spooky than the Elder Gods slowly invading our reality, bending our minds to their wills, making us sacrifice to further their dark sirens calls. Anyways, um, by popular demand, we're at it again. This time helmed by the podcast's own keeper of arcane secrets, Adam. Starting on October 13th and then every 13th of the month for the next year, the story I started in Radiance Yukon will continue towards a little southern rural town named Amelia. So make sure you download and listen to the many roads to Amelia. And if you're hungry for more Call of Cthulhu actual play, you can always refresh your lore with the deep dark of Radiance in our back catalog. Anyways, back to the show. I guess my question next is for... Let's start with Dracoliches and then we'll move on to Shadow Dragons. Sure. What dragon do you instinctively go to? Like, if you go through the list, which one makes sense? Mm. Actually, you know what? Let's do it that way. We'll start with White Dragons. Do we like Dracolich or Shadow Dragon better? Let's roll for this. We'll go in the same order. Okay. All right. 16. 6. I had a 7. So... So, Terry, um, white for, dragons. For white dragons, I'm going to go shadow dragon. The reason being, I don't think, because white dragons are more primal, I don't think that they're going to have the ambition for lichdom, but the corruption that comes from just being in the Shadowfell is more likely to occur. I agree completely. All of their shit is hunting-based. The stealth stacks nicely. Yep. Yeah. It yeah. fits well. All right. So, um, uh, next on the list is black dragon. 
I could go Drac. I would see Dracolich with this one. Black dragons like to. They're sadistic. They Dracolich. They're already kind of skeletal looking. Right? It seems like an obvious leap for me to go Dracolich. Yeah, black dragon. they're power hungry, right? Mm-hmm. So I can see they that are. happening. And and they're low on the fucking scale. Pardon the pun. Yeah. Um, as far as as power goes for the other, yeah, they would want to get up to that strength. But right? they still have that ego, right? As yeah. well, yeah. I, I mean, Shadow Dragon fits Black Dragon as well. Right? Oh, for sure. I mean, but, Black Dragon, Shadow Dragon, it just makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like. But Dracolich really has a synergy there. Yeah. Uh, Green Dragon. I am. Ah, uh, it's. I I could go either or with it to be yeah, honest with you. I can imagine because the green dragon I can imagine is going to is going to go the the route of lichdom to take that leap to maybe be able to prove themselves as the greatest of all the dragons. Yeah. Um, but also they're clever and manipulative and. I could see them going into the Shadowfell to get more power too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or accidentally falling based on their layers, accidentally falling into a portal. Yeah. Like I could just see that happening to mm-hmm. one of these guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I could go either way yeah. with, with the green dragon. Um, blue dragon. Mm, I think... I, 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 I Blue dragons are very calculated. So I think they would make the calculated choice to become a Dracolich. I don't think they would fall so easily to the corruption based on environment of becoming Shadow Dragon. Well, anyone's sense. going to fall to it eventually. That's but, what I mean. But yeah. I, think they, I think they would know that that's what happens. And so they're more likely to instead make the... The calculated choice of I decided to become a Dracolich. The big difference between a blue dragon and a red dragon is blue dragons think that they're the best kind of dragon because of the shit that they have accomplished. And red dragon thinks that they are instinctively. Yeah. Red dragons are just racist. Blue dragons like, yeah, yeah but look at my resume. Yeah. Yeah, right? that's right. So I, Let I'm, me add to my resume. Yeah, and so that's why the <laughs> Dracolich fits a blue dragon a little bit better because they're adding to their resume. They're basically mm-hmm. becoming the manager to the manager. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And adding so, to their LinkedIn profile yeah. at this point, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like they're going to try to step past the, the red dragon with this. Yeah. The, the Megan, you're... Oh, no, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, in the book, it labels yeah. it as a blue... Like, it's the template they give you is mm-hmm. the blue dracolich. It just does, it does fit. Um, red dragon? I can see them becoming a dracolich. Even though like, like, red dragon is in... Like, yeah, for the Shadow the Dragon. Shadow Dragon yeah. it, it, it makes sense. They would be corrupt easily. I feel like they would turn Shadow Dragon easily. But I'm going I would the other way. I think Red Dragon already thinks that they're so... They just think that naturally they're so impressive. I don't think that they're going to take a leap to lich them to kind of prove that. I think they think the whole world already knows it. But I think they're more likely to spend time in the Shadowfell as they're trying to expand territory or their influence and... And they're maybe just going to succumb to that corruption that changed to Shadow Dragon because they're just trying to expand the area that they have dominance over. They've got mountainous layers too, so I could picture them accidentally coming across a portal and ending up at, yeah. in the Shadowfell. But then again, on the other side, I can see them saying, you know, to their minions, go out and find me some fucking way to be more powerful. Yeah. Right? So I can stomp out my enemies faster. They go out and like, well, you can do this, this, or this. Like, undead, boom, that guy's toasted. Hmm. But then later, three levels later, you've slighted them, like, fine. Fine, undead it is. Make me a Dracolich. That's right? what I like, kind of mean, right? Well, eventually, I feel like a red dragon would get to that point where it's just like it would either see a Dracolich or hear another dragon of becoming a Dracolich to try and surpass their oh, superiority yeah. and be like, I'm gonna do it first. Yeah. Or, or they've just had enough of that fucking gold dragon, yeah. which can go toe to toe with them. Yeah. Right? That's a fair fight. They so. finally unlocked the secret. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, even if it kills me, I'm coming back for you, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, Brass dragon. These ones get the slow breath, right? And they're, um, they are, uh, 
they're smart and they're they're interested in socializing and um, they are not to be confused with a bronze dragon. I don't think a brass dragon is going to seek lichdom though. No, I feel like it would. I feel like it could accidentally become a shadow dragon, and the traits kind of meld together a little bit yeah. nicely. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it would be neat to have one. I can almost see the brass dragon as that's their part of their service to their gold dragon leader, whatever is. I'll take up the post of this area of the Shadowfell, yeah. and no matter what happens, I'll stand post there. Yeah, it'll take its you know, its duty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about the trickster, or the copper dragon? Uh, I can see it being a lich. Really? Yeah, just because it has that... I don't know. I think it would think it would be funny. And then it would happen, and then it would be like, bullshit. <laughs> maybe the maybe the copper dragon finally wants to be taken seriously. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty low on the on the power scale. It's yeah. like it's like, hey, I think you guys are laughing at me. Now I don't think you're taking me seriously yeah. yet. So maybe I can also see the copper dragon like interrupting the red dragon's ritual and being like, no no no, it's me, and he jumps in front of the fucking ritual. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All of his skin falls yeah. off. Well, that's interesting. This yeah. is the one that I can also see, like, if it came into your lair, he would be, he would look like his regular self. And yeah. then all of a sudden be like, bah! <laughs> like, this is my true. Or just to one person, just, like, just pops the shape change off for a second to show the, the like, Dracula. Nope. I, I like the fact that, I like the fact that it's an illusion and he's just like, summon skeleton. Bah! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. You turned yourself into a Draculich just to make this joke. I did. In hindsight, did not think it through. Long game. It did not work out. <laughs> um, the uh, the bronze dragon, who's the protector dragon. Um, that actually fits what I just said about the brass dragon even better. Yeah. Now that we've come around to it. The bronze dragon is maybe the one that's more likely to take up the duty of taking post in the Shadowfell. And I'll do that. You know. Or was told to go and like um, you research up. a go portal you fu- and fell through and yeah. got stuck. <laughs> or you you fucked up your last mission. You're being reposted. Yeah. Nothing I can do. Hands are tied. You're in the Shadowfell. Sign here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can also see him saying, you know what? I'm getting to the end of my life and I've been protecting this realm for so long. I need to stay. It's not a power grab. It's a longevity grab. Yeah. Right? And so... Um, probably, in my opinion, the last one to get corrupted by lichdom. Yeah. That that long view of losing all hope and why bother. The bronze dragon is going to stay at their fucking post. Yeah. And they're going to protect. I've done this for 25,000 years. What's one more year? I can keep doing this. This is my duty. Yeah. You can't force me to retire. You can't. <laughs> you can't. I've read the legislation. I won't take retirement. <laughs> I won't take retirement. No one knows this, offer, this office Better than I do. Yeah. I'm not leaving. I feel like you're channeling someone specifically, Megan. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Care to name drop? No, we're not doing that. I'm a, so, uh, this is my stapler. This is not your stapler. It was the company stapler 25 fucking years ago, and you've been at the same desk for that long. Just because you bought a label maker doesn't make it yours. It's not yours. So, <laughs> um, the, do, do we like Shadow Dragon for for copper or, or bronze at all? We kind of skipped right past that. Shadow Dragon, I... D- yeah, you talked about it for a moment. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Like I said, I don't mind it for bronze. For, for copper, copper, I feel like copper got in over their head and they just can't get the fuck out. Yes, or may have been put into the shadow fell because fuck, just go and do that over there. Somewhere we don't want to think about in the material plane. Get very important job for you. You have I feel to stay like, over here. I feel like the green dragon sent the copper dragon and I'm just fucking done with that guy. Yeah, yeah. Just, to the shadow fell with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. but, um, I could feel like the ones that would not like the transformation, though. 
Yeah. Like they would be the ones realizing what's happening to them and not liking it and being embarrassed. Well, you can't by take it. it back. Yeah. You can't take it back. Right? Yeah. So. They go from a clown to a mime. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, Silver Dragon, the paragon of good, Dan's masturbatory dragon piece that he loves so much that we ended up in that long fucking argument over. I know. Right? I know. I shouldn't let myself get sucked into those arguments. Would they, would they go the route of Dracolich? Because it's the only way. It's the only way to because do Because Dracolich doesn't make me evil. It just makes me immortal. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like because it would understand that this is the one that might not corrupt its internal being, that it would go this route. They're not going to put themselves in a position where they are they know the corruption is possible. Yeah. Anyway, they, there's silver dragons. They're not going to go to the Shadowfell if they know what happens. Yeah. But if it's the only way that they can do what they need to do, they may go... The root of Dracolich. And I feel like they would have a trustworthy enough cult and following to trust that the actual ritual would go through. Yeah. yeah. Right? They don't have that risk, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. This feels, They're going to lean on Dracolich more than... Sha- they can always get stuck. Yeah. Right. It can always happen. Yeah. It's just... And again, both... Um, well, not the Dracolich, but the Shadow Dragon, that can happen to Wormlings. Mm-hmm. Right? You can get a young Silver Dragon in there before they know better. And then they just grow ancient, right? And yeah. then and then come back somehow. Um, and then finally this gold, who is just like the nicest, wisest, but kinda like standoffish, just like easier he's that teacher that was just super smart but didn't really have time to talk to like he's always gonna help you out, but I mean, come on, you guys do do your homework. <laughs> I think when we get to the level of ancient gold, considering uh Shadow Dragon or Dracolich, something major has to be going down. This needs to be like Tiamat is finding a way out of the nine hells, and this just needs to be done. This yeah. is the only way. Is that if I and I'll take it. I'm the oldest. I'm the most ancient gold dragon. It's my duty to do this. Um, you guys gonna take care of these areas. I'll fight Tiamat as a Dracolich. Hmm. Honestly, I can't even see them taking it. I they would sit there and say it's the end of my natural life, and this is the cycle. Like this is the life yeah. cycle. Here it is. I'm not going to pervert myself with the undead i'm not going to corrupt who i am I, they're, they're going to be the ones that are going to see the shadow dragon turn coming and say it's okay i can handle this this is going to be all right we're going to be okay yeah i feel like because they would sense that the shadow dragon is more of a natural change whereas the dracolich is more of a mm. i would say almost demonic or unnatural change yeah it would go more towards being the shadow dragon side i i can really not even if tiamat is coming out of the nine hells they would say there's a better way than to corrupt our bodies for this. Hmm. Let's, but what are the dwarves doing? Let's get the dwarves on board, right? Like yeah. he's going to strategize with the tools at hand. That Dracolich is going to be the last resort yeah. for yeah. a gold dragon. Um, are there any other dragon kin off the top of your head? Drakes, wyverns, anything like that that you're like, hey, these templates are going to fit nicely? I'd be drakes. It's like cavalry. Makes perfect sense. We kind of talking before about the nightmare, right? I mean, yeah. that seems a great idea. For like shadow dragons, you mean? Yeah. 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 Make, and then dragons. you have a bunch of like wyverns that are shadow dragons making other smaller shadow minions. You can yeah. basically make a shadow army, right? I know that they don't have the intelligence to do it, but I would absolutely love to see a hydro, uh, hydra dragon lich. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God. The Dracolich hydra has got to be like all those skeletal necks yeah. and shit. Like that's that seems fun to me. Yeah. I mean, you could do Shadow Hydra. There's a lake in Barovia. Is there a lake Making in Barovia? Notes, yeah, no. <laughs> notes are being made. 
Um, okay, so let's uh, let's jump into the final questions then before we wrap up. When do you guys want to use these, either of them, as a big, bad, evil guy? Um, I like the idea that if you had a campaign that started within the Shadowfell, and then they escaped, yeah. a dragon escaped behind you mm-hmm. into the real world, yeah. and then it's your fault that it's on the plane, and yeah. it's mad that it's a shadow dragon. And it's just creating... Yeah, let's say it's the dragon that got tricked to go to this post by the green dragon, and it's yeah. going after the green... Like, I just feel like I like that whole storyline of, like, it's your fucking fault this thing is here. Yeah. And now it's your party's responsibility to fix what you just did. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm doing this as a big bad for new-ish players that have done their first one or two campaigns, and now they're like, okay, what are the other realms that we can explore? I kind of touched on it earlier, but the shadow fell is is close enough to the prime material plane where they can get to grips with what's happening. It's not like sending the pandemonium or something. Yeah. They can get to grips with what's happening. They can have a new style enemy of this of a shadow dragon, which is close enough that they can understand, but it's still fantastical and wondrous because it's brand new to them. Um, so for like maybe a third campaign or even a second campaign that a player has ever played, if newish players, this is when I'm going to use a, a shadow dragon as a big bad. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, for me... Shadow Dragon as, as a big bad guy is going to be sweeping across the land. You know, like he got out on purpose, and he is making shadow armies. This is going to be the the big final horrible shit that is going to take over the prime material plane, right? Yeah, he's he's going for broke to take it over. So I'm going to use an evil dragon for it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a set piece encounter for Shadow Dragon? Hmm. <sighs> I, d- I don't know if like I... We, we really did talk about a number of encounters. A lot of, of different ones, yeah. yeah. I'm like looking through my notes to find a I'm different like I've already one. talked about yeah. these things. Yeah. yeah. Sure, that's okay. We can, we can move forward. Um, are there worshippers of shadow dragons? <laughs> shadow minions. <laughs> yeah, beside the shadow minions. During our grocery race. <laughs> <laughs> I think there would be... I think, I think you could argue that it would be the same worshippers that always were. You know? Uh, in that if you... I don't know. Okay, let's say that you had the... One of the metallic dragons. And it had followers. It had cities and people that believed in it. Wore the emblems and all that sort of thing. As long as that they believed that that dragon still stands for what it always did. I think the same people would follow. But I think you would see like change. That the uniforms would start to change. And the symbols would change a little bit. The area would change. Yeah. Black flag. <laughs> yeah, we wear black. We wear black. Does everybody got the new uniform? Yeah. Okay. I still have half the old one. Is that okay? <laughs> I'm so, they didn't have my size. I <laughs> yeah, but I think for worshippers, you can just instead a totally total black uniform, like bright green boots. Yeah, <laughs> boots. There wasn't enough boots. The, the borders closed. We're having trouble getting the boots right now. <laughs> Everybody who has boots stand on the first two rows. Yeah. <laughs> But what I mean is, uh, as far as worshippers go, I think it would be similar for me that's always been, but I would just show like how the climate is changing across the world because this dragon has changed to a shadow dragon. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm really disappointed that we don't have more... You know, Okay, so we get Shatter Kai for elves, for yeah. Shadowfell elves. Yep. We also get Dusk Elves. Nothing for dwarves, gnomes, tieflings, dragonborn. Mm. Ooh, Shadow Dragonborn. Ooh, Dragonborn get corrupted? They're, they're they not, get breath weapons. They're not dragon type, though, are they? No, they're not. They're humanoids, but you could. You, could, you can homebrew that, right? I would homebrew that in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. there we go. I like the idea of a shadow dragonborn leading the cult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. That's fun. Yeah. Um, Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have anything else for NPCs um, or, or anything else? Uh, when to use a dragon as an NPC or... 
Well, I thought it would be a lot of fun if you were to have your big, big bad be something else that was within the Shadowfell. And the only way to get to the Shadowfell was to go through a dragon's lair. You make friends with the dragon that's there. The dragon comes with you to help you somehow. And then the dragon gets stuck behind because it helped you get out of the Shadowfell. Mm. And that is how it became corrupt. And now it wants to kill you because oh, you left it behind. You. Resents you now. So eventually... Oh, you did this in tier one with yeah. your big, big daddy benefactor. Oh my yeah. God, so your big bad ends up being the first person that wanted to help you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh. Do we have a timeline on how long it takes to actually get corrupted? It just says several years. Okay. Oh, so 12 or 1,000? So, yeah. So, like, in Tier 1, this this encounter occurs. And then by the time you're in Tier 4... I, I'm going to jump forward in time a couple times. Yeah. 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 And then, But it's anger at you maybe helped to corrupt it faster. That's cool. right. Right? Yeah. I like the idea of... I know we did a lot of stuff on Shadow Dragons there. But for, for worshippers, for, for Dracoliches a part of the campaign because they need high level spellcasters is that, that the spellcasters around the land are hearing about this that this particular dragon is calling them forwards for a huge task where they can win favor, they can win position, they can win title. And so the, your players your player characters are meeting these spellcasters migrating across the land because they think this is a good idea. I'm on my way to meet this dragon because yeah. I I want to be part of this uh, mm-hmm. this ritual. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that's cool. Do we, do we have an idea about when to use it as a big bad evil guy? A Dracolich? A Dracolich? Um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. We, yeah, we, we I kind did, of touched on that. Yeah, and I, my favorite thing that we talked about, though, which I would love to use, is that you accidentally make one. So, like, let's say you had some magical item that had the soul of some other Dracolich, and yeah. then you killed a dragon, like you should in Dungeons & Dragons, and you created your own Dracolich by mm-hmm. accident. And then now there's this thing, and you're like, well, I didn't see that coming. But of course, my random sword that I picked up 7,000 episodes ago has now created <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, they always called it the Dragon Sword. I didn't realize that it makes Dracoliches not, yeah. not, not used for slaying. Uh, or just the consistent, like, you kill this dragon, and you're like, yeah, it's dead. And then you leave, and then all of a sudden it comes back to life because it's already a Dracolich, and so it's a repeating yeah. big, big bad, right? Um, do we have any big uh, set piece encounters for them for Dracoliches? Uh, well, I used um, previously when I did start with you guys as a as an ally. Yeah, it was kind of like the enemy of my enemy type thing, and then we got to there was a power vacuum at the end, and we, like, okay. we gave it to Barovia's under <laughs> under the power of a Dracolich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, young DM Terry wasn't thinking that far. What happens with this Dracolich now? The Strahd's dead. Uh, well... <laughs> he's now in charge. So that'll be in season seven, so yeah. let me get back to you. <laughs> but I, I like those difficult decisions where it's like, okay, this is how we can handle this, but we are going to have to deal with this guy afterwards. So, yeah. And that enemy of my enemy. Hmm. Yeah. I uh, I really like the idea of not being able to stop the transformation. It's yeah. the dragon in front of you, and you know you can't fight the dragons. you got to wipe out a number of cultists to stop the ritual from happening. Your party sneaks in and sees this about to go down, needs to stop it, and there's lightning striking, and it's like mad scientist level shit on top of a mountain, mm-hmm. or, you know, the, the highest turret of a castle, and then you just didn't do it in time. Lightning strikes the dragon, and it dies, and then the skeleton steps out of the skin. The skin just melts oh, off. I like that. Right? Like, mm-hmm. the big, and now, and the dragon's gonna look at you and be kind of like, shell-shocked. And fly away and like, oh, fuck. Now we got to deal with that guy. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's still cultists and like, yeah. you, you still got shit at this level to deal with. Yes. And now you know, this is going to be your uh, end of tier two. 
you know that shit is coming. Yeah. It's down the road, but you got this Draculich to fight now. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Boring templates, but I feel that you can definitely spice them up with your own thoughts. I think you're going to be forgiven, right? For homebrewing some stuff and adding in. You're going to get it. Yeah. 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 I really wish that this was a little bit more fleshed out. I wanted layer actions out of this. I wanted more. Yeah. Fleshed out. Yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) I I, I wanted more mechanical boosts. You should be able to cast spells as a Draculich. You should be able to. Uh, turn to shadow and pass through small cracks under doors as a shadow dragon. Wouldn't that be great? Right? Like, there should have been something. Also, we're missing CR ratings on this. Shouldn't it tell you to bump it by CR 1 or 2, yeah. depending on what it is? Yeah. Yeah, especially depending on what dragon you're fighting, right? Yeah. It's going to be on top of a whatever A helpful that little is. table would be useful. Yeah. Um, and again, some sort of reason as to why we apply this to dragons, not anything else. Yeah, especially, yeah, with the show. So, well. Yeah, that's right. Why is it can, dragons? Why is it, you know... Because you can definitely make a lich out of anything. Yeah. But, like, for your, to your point, shadow dragons, why is it just dragons? So... Someone correct our lore. Maybe we're missing something. Somebody out there has got to know why this is happening to dragons. Yeah. I think, well, it's just because they're in the fucking title, right? In the next uh, Xanathar's book, we're going to get shadow dungeons and dungeon liches. Right, because yeah. that's that's the popular thing to do is we we just fuck around with dragons a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. You don't see a whole lot of different kinds of, well, I mean, you see the big tropes. You get the there are a bunch of different mind flayers, a bunch of different beholders, elves, dwarves, and gnomes. These are the big things that we see all the time. But tieflings and dragonborn are relatively new to D anD D. They're not stereotypical yet, so we don't have just a bunch of templates and four thousand different kinds of tieflings like there are fucking elves mm-hmm. and shit as well. So. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's why it's dragons, but I would like an in-game lore reason for that. Give me something. Yeah. yeah. I feel it, yeah. All right, that's it? That's cool. it. That's it for this episode of the It's a Mimic podcast. If you'd like to support us, you can head to www.itsamimic.com and hit our fancy donate button. Or just tell your friends and the rest of your D&D party about the podcast. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube, as well as mo- most podcast apps. And don't forget to come on back next week when we are covering Waterdeep. Thank you for listening to another It's a Mimic production. Inquiries, shoutouts, requests, and mailbag questions can be sent to info at itsamimic.com. Okay, so we've got um, Draculiches and Shadow Dragons. And Shadow Dragons are all about stealth and stuff. What does it sound like when these guys fly? When a Draculich flies? Or Draculich or or a, or a shadow dragon. Like, when these guys are moving around, are you hearing the clickety-clack bones? Ew. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> the fuck is that? Is that the animatronic, like, robot sound? Or just, just ew. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, bones grinding. Or are you, like, like stereotypical Mickey Mouse skeleton, like like the old Disney cartoon? Clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Are they more like a, like a horror version of, like, Jetfire? From uh, Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Is it Jeffrey? That's his name, right? The old guy? The stealth bomber? Dude? Yeah, He's like yeah, leaking yeah. and stuff. He's British. I don't even know what you're talking <laughs> about right uh, now. Revenge of the Fallen. Come on. That's that's what Terry's talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, like... Did, what do you mean the Linkin Park music video? Is that what yeah, you're talking the, about the, now? The, okay. Yeah. The, that, was, that was the movie where Transformers were seeing giant Transformer testicles. Hanging up oh, on okay. the, under, the undercarriage. Oh, great. But no, seriously. Um, do their voices change? I feel like they would get darker and raspier.
Do their voices change? I mean, I... I would feel that a Dracula's Dragons would for sure. One, because it doesn't have lungs to take a breath. Or vocal cords or anymore. vocal cords. Like, do you slowly rot your Draculids? We just go straight to skeleton because of the picture. Yeah. But do you rot them out slowly? Uh, yeah. I would rot them out slowly. I would definitely rot them out slowly. And I would make it so their voices sound like they're not coming from the body necessarily, but it's more like coming out like out of the weave, like yeah. out of the magic sort of thing. So it's almost like a loud voice in another room is speaking to you. Or you just hear it in your head. Whereas for yeah. me, a shadow dragon whispers. Yeah. There's always a loud whisper. It's one of those whispery actors. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the Bruce Willis. <laughs> he's, the he's, got, he's, he's got the Orlando Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I'm trying to figure when you hear these guys flying, when you know that they're there because oh, you know, one's a skeleton and one's nearly invisible. Like at night when these things are coming, what's your early warning sign? Uh, Slight I, breeze. I think the shadow is cold. I think it's like noticeably colder. Um... That's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I feel like the shadow one would be extremely silent. Like, I feel like that's the one that you wouldn't really get an inkling if it's there, to your point. Like, if there was yeah. light and you saw that, you would know that something was coming at you. Yeah. But I feel like that's the one that would be really silent. I feel the Draculich would be making a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost like your paladin in its armor. You would be able to hear it from a mile away. Yeah. Clicking bones, clattering wings, clicking. clicking yeah. And if you're rotting out, there's going to be like wet noises with, with some of it as well. Sloughing off your skin. Yeah. <laughs> we learned something valuable. Terry learned a valuable lesson about <laughs> sloughing. 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 Um, Delicious. Never heard that word before. Really? It's a British word. Well, they all are, really, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> We've made our own. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Freedom Fries isn't British. <laughs> Freedom Fries is not. What are they, chips? But I've noticed a lot of things in... Crisps. Crisps. A lot of things in North America that have some weird tie to another country. They never seems to be like an English muffin, for example, or French fries or whatever. Yeah. Chinese food, which is nothing like real Chinese food. Yeah. There's, always, there's always these like strange links to other countries that those countries are not aware of. Thank you for listening to an It's a Mimic production. <laughs> okay, you're done. Get it. <laughs> we should have a sports podcast, Eric. We should, we, we should do one It's a Mimic sports podcast where we'll each pick. You grab armor to wank ball. Dan will grab cold people with, with black discs. <laughs> and and I will have everyone stands on a diamond and does nothing <laughs> for four hours. We'll have grown men wear pajamas. Yeah. And, <laughs> and play a children's game. Yeah, And we'll all, we'll all argue about why our sport is the best.